hear us through your AirPods or see us on your laptop, how about meeting us in real life? Because we're taking Queer Money on the road this summer and fall. Visit QueerMoneyPodcast.com forward slash tour or the link in your podcast player to find out when we'll be in your neighborhood. Are secured credit cards to build credit wise? Well, let's find out. You're listening to Queer Money episode number 214. This week, we're taking a question Ricky posted in the Queer Money Facebook group. He wants to know whether it's smart to use secured credit cards to improve his credit score. We've got several tips and things to think about before we say yes or no. Some may surprise you. So let's find out. We make the Queer Money podcast for you. So please email your money questions to questions at debtfreeguys.com or post them in the Queer Money Facebook group and we may answer your question in an upcoming episode. There's personal finance for the masses. This is not personal finance for the masses. This is Queer Money. And now a quick word from our sponsor. Capital One's checking and savings accounts have no fees and no minimums. And with one of the best saving rates in America, you can rest easy watching your money grow with no fees to bring you down. You can open an account in about five minutes, which means you are only about five minutes away from getting your savings to grow with one of the nation's best rates. So as John mentioned in the intro, we're doing a Queer Money Facebook group reader question. Here's the question. I'm currently paying off some credit card debt in collections through Freedom Debt Relief, a paid-for debt management company. I still have a few years to go before I graduate. I'm estimating July of 2023. Do you think I should open a secured credit card? Ricky adds, my credit score or report is pretty weak at the moment. Should I do this so that I have an open account and charge something small to it every month to help my credit score, or should I hold off on getting any type of credit card until I'm done paying off my current collection debts? So what should Ricky do? Well, there's a lot of things to think about before you take this step of acquiring a credit card, especially in this particular situation, a secured credit card while you're paying off debt. So let's start by asking some questions and explore this idea of using a secured credit card. So Mr. Alton Schneider, what is a secured credit card and how does it work? <laughs> sure. So secured credit cards are like any other card. They let the card holder make purchases on credit, but they're slightly different. A secured credit card has an available credit limit or maximum amount that the card holder is allowed to use or borrow or access for making purchases based on an amount of money that they have deposited with either the bank or the card issuer that they are wanting to borrow money from. So it's kind of like this deposit is almost being held so that in case you don't pay off that balance, they've got a little bit of money set aside to make sure that they can use that to pay off that balance. So it's collateral. It, it cash, is. Cash that's collateral as opposed to you know using your home or uh, the equity in your home as collateral. You're using cash that you've set aside in this particular account to make sure you don't spend beyond your means. Right. And you know, it's kind of funny because some people refer to secured credit cards as almost like a credit card with training wheels. And it's not a bad analogy because it can either help you develop some good habits without putting you at too much risk, or it can actually help you develop good habits when you're trying to reframe them from having some bad habits. So that's kind of basically what a secured credit card is. But 
there's some other questions we need to take a look at here around this idea of could secured credit cards be used to help build your credit score? Uh, one of those questions is one that Georgina asked when she was making comments on Ricky's question in the Queer Money Facebook group. She actually tagged me and, and asked this question, are secured credit cards even reported on your credit report? Ooh, good question. And thus allowing them to help you create a credit file or credit history. The elusive answer is, <laughs> it depends. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, it, it does depend. So the answer to this one is really, it depends on the card issuer. Who is issuing that card? Not always are they reported. So in this particular instance, you would want to check to see if the one that you're wanting to apply for is actually one that does report. Because if you're trying to build a credit history, if you're trying to build that history of payments, if you're trying to put something into your credit file, but nothing is going to be reported, why bother, right? <laughs> so this is another example how when you're dealing with credit cards of any kind for any reason, it's always important to read the fine print and be crystal clear on what it is you're signing up for and how the variables can change based on a number of different factors. Right. And, you know, one of the other things you can basically take into consideration is that most of the credit card companies that you're familiar with, the big ones, like Capital One or maybe Chase or Bank of America, those kinds of card issuers, they report all of their credit information to the credit bureaus. So it's likely that those do. Again, you want to make sure you check with them, but it's likely that those ones do. It's some of the smaller, maybe less well-known that may not be reporting to the credit agencies. So can or will a secured credit card boost my credit score? Again, the answer is maybe. Yeah. <laughs> well, well we, I guess kind of one of the things we want to look at is what helps build a credit score. So if your card issuer is reporting to the credit agencies, there are probably three big things that you want to make sure that are getting reported and that you are actually taking advantage of to help improve your credit score. And this goes for any sort of credit card, not just secured credit cards, but it definitely applies here. The most important factor in building a credit score or a credit file is your payment history. Payment history makes up approximately 35% of your credit score, whether you're using the FICO score method or the Vantage uh, scoring method, both of those, it's about 35% of your scores made up of your payment history. So that making a purchase, paying it off, making a purchase, paying it off every single month, that kind of history adds to your credit file, which then the more of that you have, the more history they can use to say, yeah, we're going to give you the highest score possible of that 35%. The second part is your credit mix. Now, credit mix is a combination of things. It's how many cards or how many lines of credit you have and the types of credit that you have. Uh, and so one of the things that can happen is somebody can have something called a thin credit file where you may only have one card or you may only have one type of credit. So the thinner your credit 
mix is or the less you the, the fewer lines of credit you have, the lower this is going to have an impact on your boosting or improving your credit score. Uh, the more you have, the more likely that it w- this will in- improve your credit score. Now, this one only makes up about 10% of your credit score, but it's still an important factor. So if you think that this having this secured credit card will add to that mix, then you may want to take this into consideration as an opportunity to possibly improve your credit score. And then there is number three, credit utilization, which makes up about 30% of your credit score. And what is that alphabet soup of words, David? <laughs> it, it's really easy to just kind of basically boil it down to saying how much of the credit that you have available are you actually using? If you have $10,000 of credit available and you have borrowed $5,000, you are using 50%. And a good credit utilization number is typically less than about 35%. In that range, anywhere from 30 to 40% is where you start to pick up points towards improving your credit score. Exactly. So can I get a secured credit card while paying off debt? Well, again, <laughs> it depends. There, there are some debt settlement and management companies that will not allow this, but you have to check with each of the ones that you're considering using or the one that you're currently using, which is uh, to Mark's point in the Queer Money Facebook group when he was commenting. There are programs that actually suggest getting credit cards, including secured credit cards, for help with paying off credit card debt. And one such plan is our personal credit card payoff plan, which is available to everybody through debtfreeguys.com forward slash 214. So if you're like Ricky and you're looking to both improve your credit score and pay off debt, you want to sign up for the credit card payoff plan recently featured on Good Morning America. You know, one of the other things that Mark brought up and that uh, Ricky definitely would need to take into consideration, this idea of debt settlement or debt management companies, sometimes when you sign up with those companies, they specifically say, as a part of your plan, you can no longer apply for or get approved for another type of credit or another loan. That's a part of your settlement agreement. So you definitely, if you're in that situation, you definitely want to take a look, call them and say, is this even possible? So this is an important and potentially scary question. Can the deposit balance on a secured credit card be garnished? Yeah, so what is garnishment? And the reason why we bring this up is because Ricky mentioned collections, and collections is is a legal process that uh, companies can start to go through to get at money that you owe them. And so what is garnishment? Well, garnishment is, again, another legal process that is 100% legal that allows a company that you owe money to to go into an account that you have money at. So for example, your credit union or your bank, or in some cases, your, even your employer, they can go into those accounts and they can withdraw money from that account without your express written consent. And this is really happening for individuals who are not at all paying back their debt. So it's, uh, and I know this from personal experience because it happened to me back when I was in my early 20s. I didn't know why money had been withdrawn from my account. Well, it's because I wasn't paying my credit cards off. 
How does your bank support the LGBT community? Not at all? For Pride in June? Or 365 days a year? Capital One proudly supports the LGBT community throughout the year. Maybe it's time to support a bank that supports us. Go to debtfreeguys.com forward slash cafe for more info. Want to be a part of the $1.7 trillion LGBT business economy? The National LGBT Chamber of Commerce New York is here for you. For your next big contract, mentor, coach, collaborator, and tons of new clients, join us at nglccny.org for the greatest concentration of LGBT and allied business leaders in New York. So with secured credit cards, typically the deposit cannot be garnished. Um, but as always, you know, there are variables. So laws are different from state to state. So there may be an exception if uh, your card issuer is in a state that doesn't have that restriction. Um, it also may be that the card issuer where you have your secured credit card is also the company where you owe money. And if that's the case, they may actually be able to garnish uh, money from your secured credit card account because it's actually being held at the same company. So there are some loopholes there that could mean that your money is garnished from a secured credit card balance. Um, but typically, and, and most commonly, it cannot be. Right. And the nice thing about that, that it can't be garnished, is if you're in a really precarious state financially, but you want to set aside and protect money, this may be a way for you to set aside and protect money so that it isn't taken. And it does allow you to have access to some, a line of credit. So for example, if you were to deposit 500 or $1,000 at one of these secure credit card issuers that would not allow a company to garnish from them, this could protect that 500 to $1,000 and give you a line of credit of 500 to $1,000, which you can then use during a time period to get yourself maybe stabilized again a little bit financially. So should I get a secured credit card is the next question. And that's the million dollar question, isn't it? Right. <laughs> so there are several questions you should ask yourself first before thinking about or applying for a secured credit card. One of those questions is, have you created the habits that will allow you to pay off the balance each month? Remember I said earlier that this can act as training wheels for you to get create these good habits? Well, you want to ask yourself, do you already do this or can you do this? So are you paying your other bills on time and every month? Are you paying your phone bill? Are you paying your, your rent? Are you paying your utility bill? All of those kinds of things. If you're starting to create those kinds of habits already, then yes, then you may want to take this into consideration as an opportunity to help you build your credit. The next question to follow up to that is, will you only use this secured credit card to help you build credit? So exactly, what are the parameters for which you're going to use this credit card? Um, and how are you going to tell yourself no when there's temptation to use it contrary to what your current intentions are? You want to be crystal clear on that. You want to have uh, parameters, uh, barriers around yourself so that you don't make bad decisions in weak moments as many of us are prone to do and why some of us find a ourselves in these kinds of situations needing to use these strategies right the third question and I think is a really important one is to ask yourself whether or not the deposit balance could be used better maybe 
to pay off existing debt, especially for the situation Ricky is in here. Because these credit cards, secured credit cards, we have seen that the deposits can range anywhere from about fifty to $5,000. So if you're trying to open up a large line of credit and you, are, you have $1,000, $2,000, $5,000 to put to one of these cards, maybe paying off your debt is going to give you a better boost of your credit score by lowering your credit utilization, by getting more of that payment history of paying off those debts. That kind of activity may actually be a, a, a more wise use of that money rather than just opening up another line of credit for you. So what should Ricky do? Uh, this uh, garnered a lot of comments actually in the Career Money Facebook group. And I think um, based on our discussion earlier that uh, maybe our opinion is contrary to some people in the group. So Right. Yeah, Keith from the Queer Money group commented that Ricky should not he should not get a credit card. He's actually calling on the suggestion of a deeply religious, Bible-quoting, personal finance podcaster. <laughs> wink, wink. Probably know who we're talking about. So Keith went on to state that never in any circumstance should you be using credit cards and that they're not necessary. Instead, Keith suggests Ricky solely focus on paying off his debt. I would definitely agree with that last part that his focus should be paying off his debt, especially because he's using one of these companies to help him pay off his debt. He needs to make sure that that's where his attention is. But as John mentioned, we're not 100% anti-credit card like some folks are. Once you know how to swim in the deep end, you can swim in the deep end. And John and I believe that credit cards, even secured credit cards, are swimming in the deep end. So when you start to develop those habits, they can actually be an opportunity or an advantage to you to be able to make some financial progress. And I think this answers an age-old question that we get is, aren't you just a gay Dave Ramsey? And the answer is no, because we actually, our debt lasso method uh, is based on using credit cards, zero interest rate credit card offers. That's the entire uh, foundation of our credit card payoff plan. So um, for a number of reasons, we're different than Dave Ramsey. One being, uh, we're not 100% anti-credit cards. Now, that does not mean that credit cards are appropriate for everybody, but they are, as David said, for those who uh, can swim in the deep end, they may be appropriate at times. Right. So All right. <laughs> what do we suggest here, Mr. Schneider? Right. Well, for this is for Ricky specifically. First, Ricky, contact Debt Freedom Relief to see if it's possible for you to even apply for a secured credit card. Because if you are not allowed to do that while you're using the program, then this is a moot point. You don't even need to bother applying. Our second point here is if it's possible, then you want to go back and answer those three questions that we mentioned to see if you're ready to use this secured credit card wisely. And again, those questions were, have you created the habits that will allow you to pay off the balance each month? Will you only use it to help you build credit? And could the deposit balance be better used to pay off existing debt? If the answer is yes to those questions, then research several cards to see which secured credit card issuers report their secured cards to the credit bureaus. 
that's an alphabet soup of a sentence. <laughs> right. <laughs> but do your research and make sure if you're going to get a secured credit card that uh, that issuer is actually reporting to the credit rating agencies. Because again, you're, if you don't uh, have that report happening, then none of this is providing you any value to begin with. Right. And then once you've found one, save up the required deposit. But we suggest in this particular instance, and probably in most cases, if you're paying off debt and you're looking to get a secured credit card, we suggest that you don't go beyond about $200 to $250 for the deposit. And the primary reason for that is because that can keep you from then overextending yourself. A $200, $250 charge up during the month is probably something you're going to be able to pay back. Beyond that, you start to get into that area of, okay, how many paychecks is it going to take me to pay this off? And that gets just makes your financial life more complicated and puts you at more risk, which we don't want you to do. So then if you sign up and start using a secured credit card that is reporting to the credit rating agencies, then our number one tip is to start the habit of paying off the balance at least twice a month when you do your budgeting the first and the 15th of the month, as we suggest in module three of the credit card payoff plan. We have the dynamic budget that we talk about a lot on many different platforms, and much of that is based on being paid twice a month and paying your bills twice a month. And so to the extent that you can pay your secured credit card balance twice a month, that'll uh, improve your credit payment history and start showing lenders that you are a worthy you are a worthy person to whom <laughs> to lend. <laughs> right. So again, Ricky. We would ask you to look at these, these various uh, questions, uh, both of yourself and of Freedom Debt Relief, to make a wise decision before you can determine whether or not using a secured credit card is a wise choice for you. So Ricky, if you have any questions after this, of course, certainly ask us. You know how to reach us or post a question in the Queer Money Facebook group. If any of our other listeners, this has sparked any questions for you about your specific situation, certainly reach out to us, either direct message on Twitter or Facebook, or ideally in the Queer Money Facebook group, because if you have the question, it's likely that somebody else also does. And that is all we have on this topic. Good show, Mr. Alton Schneider. Thank you. <laughs> you too. Thank you for listening to another episode of Queer Money. Here's your Queer Money takeaway from this episode. If you're thinking about getting a secured credit card and using it as a tool to build your credit history or your credit score, make sure you do your homework. Secured credit cards are a great tool, but also a way to develop or reinforce some bad habits. We make the Queer Money Podcast for you, so please email your money questions to questions at debtfreeguys.com or post them in the Queer Money Facebook group, and we may answer your question in an upcoming episode, just like Ricky. This podcast is sponsored by Capital One. Capital One is redesigning the banking experience by offering simple, straightforward, and seamless ways for you to bank from almost anywhere, so banking fits into your life, not the other way around. From Los Angeles, California to Winooski, Vermont, we're taking Queer Money on the road. Join us as we gamify personal finance with Queer Money Bingo or catch our signature Live Fabulously, Not Fabulously Broke Talk and so much more in between. Check out QueerMoneyPodcast.com forward slash tour or the link in your podcast player regularly for date and location updates.